Hello, my lovelies. I want to introduce this lovely lady, Ruth Whelan, a.k.a. Mrs. Hawkins House. She is salt of the earth. And if you're somebody who is like me, who gets inspired by real life changes and inspirational people, then Ruth is for us. She's just recently moved to the UK from Ireland to be with her love. It's so romantic. But the most important part of this is she's embarking on her second no-spend year. Ruth had a no-spend year in 2017 where she was able to clear off some debts and get herself and her family's finances organized. I'm so excited for you to hear what she has to say. She is somebody who literally has been a blessing in my life. She's a great friend, great person, and I hope she'll be a friend to you too. Without further ado, let's hear Mrs. Hawkin, Ruth Whelan. Hi, lovelies. Welcome to Behind the Yellow Door podcast. I'm your host, Santa Zagaro. I'm the money mentor who is obsessed with all things financial well-being and our well-being in general. I frankly share the lifestyle behind the budget. And I love the idea of us being educated by having casual discussions that can help us in all areas of our life. Now, let's dive in. So, Miss Ruti, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for appearing on the first podcast I've ever done. I want to ask you a first little question. So, this year you're going through a no-spend year, but it's not the first time that you've gone through one. You went through one in 2017. Mm -hmm. And I just want to know, what was it like back then when you were doing it? Well, I was financially in a bad state, but I didn't really realise it until I had to look at it. So for a bit of background, I was a carer for a family member. I had been in work for years, working in, generally in care is what I worked in. But somebody in my family needed care and I needed to leave work pretty quickly to care for them. As many carers will know, if you're a carer and you're listening, nobody plans that really. It just happens. Uh, so I had to like adjust and change pretty quickly. But I accrued debt over the following two years that I just hadn't time to think about. And then I actually had to do my numbers for because I was getting ready for divorce. The solicitor Jeez. sent me a statement of means. And a statement of means is what it says. It's basically on one side you write down your income, on the other side you write down your outgoings. But what it was was they said to me, you put down every single thing. This is not a judgment on your character. Yeah. If you smoke, write down that you smoke, etc. But represent yourself properly financially. And I took that really seriously. But when I wrote my numbers down, I was like, I'm spending more money than I have each month. Yeah. Not like on style, but to just get through. Just to live. So something had to change. Yeah. And then I thought to myself, after doing my numbers for a couple of weeks, I said, if I spent no money for a year, I possibly could pay this debt off. And the means test, was that like your first budget, really? It kind of, it was you know, it like, wasn't. It's kind of like the first time you see your expenses and your income kind of like down on paper. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, because I used to listen to Eddie Hobbs. Okay, go watch, on, Eddie. And I absolutely, Cork, I really in. took that on. Like, I, I was watching him. And actually, my friends ended up calling me Eddie Hobbs. <laughs> because I had, I, I used to print out, like, sheets and, like, had, I had a calendar over my desk. Previous years, all the bills written out and I gave up cigarettes and I saved for loads of stuff. It wasn't that I had never written my numbers down before, but I had never been in such debt before. Yeah. So when I put my debt alongside that, 
And I really, really looked at all I was spending. Yeah. The previous one was like, these are where my bills are coming out and this is when I get paid. But I wasn't writing down, um, I'm buying cigarettes or I'm buying clothes or whatever. But this one for the solicitor, it was everything. That was the realest one I'd ever done. Yeah. Then I really knew what I was spending and I really knew why I was continuously having that cycle of debt. You know, you yeah. buy the car, you get the credit union loan, you top yeah. it up, blah, 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 blah. So I would pay, I was great at paying off a loan. Yeah, I, was, I, get another I, one? I was really good at paying off a loan because I felt like I owed somebody. So mm. they had that on me. So I had to like, I'll pay that off. But then I'll just get another one. Yeah. It's quick. Like, yeah. sure, that's the holiday done now. Let's yeah. get the car. Let's mm-hmm. get Christmas. That was just, it was just a normal thing you do to get through from year to year. Yeah. So starting on the no spend year, what you obviously survived it. Yeah. But what got you through it? Like when you were starting it? Because I there was no one talking about this in Ireland. The what? what well, okay, it's a mixture of absolute desperation. Well, that's a yeah. pretty good motivator. Fear is a pretty good motivator. Absolute, like, fear. It wasn't that I didn't have people in my life that could would have went to me, I'll help you out of that hole again or I'll dig you out. I just knew that I couldn't do that anymore. I was 37. I knew I wanted to finish my education and... I knew that that was going to be an out-of-pocket expense I was going to have to save for it. Yeah. Or borrow for it again. Yeah. And I was nearly 40 and I was like, oh, when are we going to stop this messing? It's that was weird. kind of me, you know what I mean? And then, like, so what kept me going was, well, when are you going to do this, Ruth? Yeah. When are you going to grow up? And getting, and getting a loan off somebody or a family member, it's not going to fix that pattern. No. It's not going to... Yeah. yeah, we're so like our stories yeah. are so parallel. It is. Yeah. It's weird, like Isn't listening it? to you, because when I started paying off my debts, it was my granddad. I would have mm. went for him mm. and I've never asked him, but I would have went to him. I would have went to my family. They would have helped you. Yeah, they would have. My so mom was mine. like, my mom's still embarrassed going, what? You're telling yeah. everybody that, really, yeah. you know, but. But it's not it, the point. It didn't change. It wouldn't have changed family. everything. They would have yeah. done everything to help me. But yeah. like, when do you stop? When yeah. do you kind of go, okay. And actually the other side of that too is. The reason I was able to stick to it this time was because I was, or rather in 2017, was because I was listening to other people who had done it by listening to this guy called Dave Ramsey. Love people Dave. are listening. Some people will know who he is and some people won't, but you should look him up. The thing with it is, is that I was listening to other people who were doing similar things and they were able to do it. So I then knew it was possible. Yeah. And because I knew it was possible, I'd hoped that I could do it. So when I was doing the numbers this time, it was actually towards a goal that I thought was actually possible. Yeah. But I didn't know it was possible before. And then I also didn't know that you can live debt free. I didn't even know what debt free meant. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's why I was able to do it. Love because Dave. I believed a new thing. Yeah. And I had evidence that it was true. And then I had evidence every single day that it was true because he is a daily radio show that you can listen to on YouTube. And I brainwashed myself. Yeah. He has an app and all. And yeah. you know what? I think we were talking about this. I literally couldn't get enough of him. I couldn't get enough of them stories of hearing people paying off debts. I was just like, these weird people in another land and this is just fascinating. Mm. Wins, struggle, wins. Mm. And it was just, it's empowering, isn't it, listening to that? It is, because it's reinforcing what you're doing. You're not crazy. No. You you can do this. Just an ordinary person doing her thing. And both of us being single parents at the time, like, it's like, 
you know, you're kind of, the narrative is you're a financial disaster and you've done something wrong. Yeah. As opposed to suddenly you're hearing these stories of people succeeding in all sorts of different types of families and lives. And they're succeeding because they just went, you know what, I'm going to fix this. Other people are doing it. We're getting together. We're really positive about how we're doing it. We're looking at ourselves positively regardless of the way of our lives yeah. are. But it was all being reinforced. Yeah. And if you have heard of Dave Ramsey and you don't know much about him, you'll think, oh, he's really kind of hardline and kind of a bit... He's tough. Hard. He's like that sergeant major. But like, I tell Do it. You, listening to the stories yeah. that I've listened to on his thing, he's much more compassionate than people give him credit for. So he's just anyway, real. I give him a chance. It's just real, and a lot of us don't like to hear. Yeah. We yeah yeah we I don't like it. to hear that. I I needed that, but yeah, so did I. But maybe that's where my mom was. I don't know what it is—the sickness in me that needs someone to go. Do it. But I loved it. But there's a function in that, though. Like, that's the function of people, isn't it? Some people are very direct and we think, oh, no, that's just rude and offensive. But actually, sometimes that's nothing but love. And that's the only way they can deliver it. Tough love. There's there's a function in it in that it does work. And you don't have to listen to it forever. I don't listen to much of it now. I tuned out, but I'm going back because I feel like saving for a house which we are yeah, on the same course. journey yeah. now again what is wrong with us yeah yeah Thank you. i was 36 you were 37 yeah. i'm going back into him because i need the day of ramsey i need him the structure he has some great personalities on there now as well yeah. though. he's got lots of different voices which i think is um it's it's great it's he's, yeah give him a chance i'm just saying give him yeah. a chance because there can no, be a do. bit of a negative around you give, give him a chance, chance. yeah and do you think so do you think that you created an environment there where it was productive because Obviously, if you're listening to everybody else just normally around you, you're going to be the same route. But if you're in, like Dave's, listening to debt-free community, mm-hmm. listening to the likes of Dave, mm-hmm. then you're going to be, okay, here we go. I'm in this. Mm-hmm. They're, these are my people. Yeah. This, are, this is our world. I lived in an online world for a yeah. year. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. healthy that is. I did as well, but it to worked, be honest. It worked on, for on me and it was more healthy than the other path I was on. We have the benefit today now of having, say, all the Irish bloggers and and the UK ones and people are talking yeah. about this. I didn't have that back in the day. You probably didn't have that either. No, there in, was none. In, in our kind of in our country or even in the UK so much. Um, it was very kind of uh, a private sort of a thing. I heard you like right now I'm in the UK with you mm-hmm. and I was in the supermarket. Yeah. And obviously you're going through another no spend year and you have the mm-hmm. mortgage and stuff at the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, it's, it's, it's probably more positive this time around in a sense because you're going yeah. in with your eyes open. Well, it's, you know, when you're, when you're running away from trouble and you're in fear, <laughs> you're a lot more motivated. <laughs> yeah. But when you're choosing to do it, it is a different vibe. But because I've already done one, I am noticing that I'm Feeling those kind of feelings again of, oh, I want to buy this or I want to buy that. But yeah. when I feel it, I'm like, yeah, but I did this for a long time. And I actually thrive so much after yeah. it that the benefit to getting over that awkward feeling for a minute is so much greater yeah. than buying whatever it was. Like I've done whatever a full month now and I haven't bought anything outside of my budget. Now, yeah. people might argue as to the wrong or the right of that but to me that's kind of normal life for me now I don't buy that much stuff anyway but I can get a bit spendy and I can start losing my way and and I'm buying stuff that I don't even value and it's a little bit more about mindset this time and not fully minimalism but definitely sustainability and it's a choice so it's a very different position and focusing on what makes you actually happy 
Yeah, and I don't need very much to be happy. Yeah. As long I as I have my people. As well. The first, the first, like my first, my year of my death free journey. Mm. I was like, by the end of it, I was like, I don't need nothing. But I'm starting mm. to fall back into the patterns of consumerism yeah. because you can't help it. The oh, whole I, oh, world I did. is there. I fell back into consumerism yeah. after. Not crazy, not in any no. crazy way, but I could see how it spirals. So. And it could tweak. It just comes, starts building up. You start one. Yeah. I'm looking at my wardrobe again going, yeah. oh, how did this happen? Yeah. You know, I'm not even buying every month, but it's building again. And you kind of get into it and you kind of get into that sort of spin. But also then you, you start to build that environment around you where that's normal. And yeah. as we've just both said, we were like in this online bubble yeah. when we didn't spend. And we were kind of OK with not spending because nobody else in our little online bubble was doing it. So it's different when you're out and talking about it online. And then you're but see, you're also living in a consumer world. And it's yeah. a real kind of a pull between the both. It's everywhere. And mm. it's it's normalised. You understand that you're doing a now spend year and people will look at you like you're crazy because you're you're saying I'm not going to be spending money on things that I genuinely do not need. Mm. But somebody will not look at somebody going out and just buying a car on credit. They just go, that's a lovely car. Yeah. That's the world we're in now and but that's you know where you're what? pushing well, back against. You're pushing back against it and people have very unconscious reactions towards I've had some unusual reactions towards like it. Like So I'm privileged for being able to choose to do a no spend year. Okay. This is one of the reactions. Another one is um, it's wrong. You shouldn't be doing it because it's kind of glamorizing poverty uh, and that kind of stuff and that's fine. And I get that but you're not going to get your house. Like, You see what the call you only said the other day. The heat in your house is taken from your mortgage deposit. So you have to be watching your budget as well. But the thing is, what I find interesting about that is it's raising topics that have to be talked about. Yeah. So we have to talk about what is normalising poverty. Yeah. Maybe it's highlighting poverty. Maybe yeah. it's shining a light on poverty. Yeah. Because poverty is real. Like, it's relative, obviously, in Western world countries. But that doesn't mean that that child in that house in... London or in Dublin isn't cold the same way somebody else is cold in a poorer country Root, they're did. feeling that cold yeah I did a study on this I, I was researching it mm. and it was this is a 2020 report and it says one in eight European households were experiencing some sort of poverty mm. so that's not what you're seeing on trucker boxes or exactly. this is somebody this is your next door neighbour if you yeah. have an estate you know, oh, yes. there's one in eight people right there. And then there was one in three households were financially insecure, where if in three months they're earning stop, they're in poverty. Absolute poverty, so, yeah. Like, cold and, is cold, no matter where you are. I wonder now what that looked like from last year, because that report's not out yet. I think it's going to be this absolute devastation yeah. around the place. And it, we we don't talk about it. So if somebody wants to look at what I'm doing and it raises the topic of poverty, I'm happy to talk about that because it, yeah. it shines the light. It also... And I'm okay, I'm resilient enough to deal with yeah. the criticism. I don't mind if you criticise me. Because you're living by your values. Well, and also if it serves a purpose. Yeah. And somebody hears that and they think, oh, well, she brought that topic up as a result of a criticism and now I feel heard. And then I went and I asked for help. I'm done. I'm happy. I'm yeah, happy. I love that. There's more food banks in the UK than there are McDonald's. That's... There's something wrong with the world. Yeah. So again, like I'm okay with, I'll, I'll take the hit. Yeah. If anybody wants to talk about yeah. money, I'm fine. That's okay. You know what I mean? Like, so, but also the other side of that is if I'm able to be financially resilient, if I can choose it, that means then maybe if 
governments are managed better. Resources can be sent towards people that need it. Yeah. I don't need, say, in my position now to look for any help from anyone. But I was in that position before yeah. and I lived in a country that was able to give me that help. So I kind of think in that way as well, like, you know, in the community minds way yeah. about it. So that went a bit deep. No, <laughs> it's but not just love, about not lo- buying no, shoes. No, but we love deep. We <laughs> yeah. love, you know me, I'd be here all day listening. I love <laughs> yeah. deeper the better. <laughs> they missed the flight. <laughs> they never made it home. <laughs> but one of the things that I would say is, and I, I touched on it earlier, coming from Ireland to the UK, like you've did a, you did a big move. And I was, I can't help being a budgeter mm. when I walk into a supermarket. I can't help comparing about the stuff that mm. I'd buy at home. Yeah. And UK, it's always been the case when I've come over here, I've gone to the supermarket and go, yeah, that's a euro in Ireland, but it's only 30p over yeah. here. I am shocked. That day is gone. That day is gone. Yeah. Like some of the things are double. There, like when you look at the digits, it's like it's double as in the numbers, but then you put on top of that the exchange rate. So it means it's yeah. like it's even more it's expensive. Like it's okay, I'll leave that. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it really, really like it's, it's, I suppose I, I can't say it's shocked me because again, I'm quite resilient. I'll hustle and I'll make it happen. Uh, it's but, shocked me because I just, yeah, I haven't been over here. Mm. Like it, it really rolls out. So to I am literally going, thinking about me last week's shopping and then looking at it going, yeah, what the hell? Yeah. I know after Christmas there was a slow kind of a um there was a slow increase last year bit by bit by bit, but just after Christmas about two three weeks ago we went to Little, and uh did the shopping and Robbie doesn't often come with me yeah but he did and I kept saying to him oh my God that's double yeah. oh my God that's double I was like they're still the same price stock up on those check the unit price on that yeah. see if you can get the XXL pasta now I do that anyway yeah but still but you I are was really like, like let's make yeah. this happen let's stock up because yeah. But I know you're saying the no spend year. Obviously, it's a choice this time around. But it it might be a necessity if it keeps going like this. Well, I'm getting in before because I because I've done. Yeah, you've seen it, and I know I know that we can we can ride that storm out. But I also know that doesn't happen by just waking up one morning, kind of going, "We're going to be fine." It it happens by planning and saying, "Well, what am I going to sacrifice so that." the future me is okay and it's great yeah. to be in that position so the no spend year is a lot about that too it's a lot about the, the storm is here and it's yeah. going to be here for a while so what are we going to do we're going we, to put as many resources aside as we can and that involves me not buying stuff that's I just a life don't, skill I just don't need it and that's, I'm I'm so okay with that but that's a life skill what you're doing there yeah do you know yeah if you think about the amount of people that are interested we, I was looking at no spend year just googling it mm. What is a no spend year? Mm. How do you do a no spend year? A lot of people are actually saying, mm. I want to know that because it's not just about a no spend year. It's learning how to manage your pantry, how yeah. to manage your house mm. on little to nothing. Because a lot of people think, don't have that choice, but they also don't have the skills. The thing with it, I, I follow loads of people on YouTube and I don't watch them all the time, but I check in every once in a while, yeah. especially if they're like small channels and they're just like ladies on their own kind of doing their thing. I love, like, I love it because I love, love to see it. how inventive people can people there's this one woman I can't think of her name now off the top of my head but she had a really tough time she's from England and like we're talking like breadline here and she's slowly but surely built up like tiny like fibres at a time and she slowly but surely started to grow things in her windowsill and then she seeded a bit of a garden and now she's using all the apps and now she has an emergency fund and now she has several thousand people following her and now there's a little bit of money coming in from YouTube and she's like that gives me shivers that's resourcefulness because she had like nothing. nothing but what it is I suppose it's 
I would just like to say to anyone if you're listening, you can do it. Yeah. Don't turn off the news. Find some people. Make it create your own environment. Look at us, Ruth. Look at any. Just go yeah. on YouTube and say find your frugal tribe. living, uh, building a pantry, paying off debt. Any of those things. Get how to budget? How to just get into just it? Start. Because it's possible to change this. People did not always live like this. Our grandparents didn't live like this. And some people will say, well, they didn't have a choice. My grandparents had a choice. They worked incredibly hard to put themselves in the position where they had the choice. Yeah. They built a business from scratch, but then they kept their frugal ways all their life. And then they that trickled down to us. Yeah. So I look back at that and I go, it is possible. Yeah. Stop listening to the news. I'm, I've tuned out to a certain point. I listened to my life. And I listen to me friends mm. and I like seeing people like me doing it. It's so important. Yeah. I I like seeing another mammy yeah. in another house mm-hmm. saying this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I might not agree with them, but they're making me think about what yeah. I have because I have a, a tin of beans as well. Yeah. And I'm like, I could make that work as well. Yeah. It's brilliant. And you're thinking about collecting the kids and you're yeah. thinking about the next bill that's yeah. coming. And so is the mammy. And in so is the mammy. California or France or Nigeria yeah. or wherever yeah. it is. And it's she's saying like, it's okay. She's saying the same thing. And she's like, look, I have a little win. And yeah. then you're realizing, like, I'm so happy for your little win. Yeah. Let me look at my little win. Yeah. And, and it starts there. And it ma- and seeing that it matters because yeah. somebody else is like, you were happy for her, so I'll be happy for me too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, modelling kind because of. Because before, you know, like before you be celebrating, when you're in a debt kind of society and you're having the, the, the toys that comes yes, along with the debt, right. that was a celebration. Yeah. It wasn't, you had to have something to show for what you've done. Yeah. And now it's like, no, I actually am. Um, I have, my kids are sleeping. And the house is warm and we have a house and we have food and like that's all right. And Everything else bills is. Bills are paid and yeah. I have a few quid tucked away. Yeah. It doesn't have to be millions. I remember the first emergency fund I had was 500 euro. Yeah. In, that was in the, during the no spend year I was building that. I swear to God, I felt like I was... A millionaire? Oh my God. I, I was like, look at me. <laughs> look at me with my saving. <laughs> you know, I'm it's a winner. But it's just there for emergency. I'm not going to spend it. Usually I would have yeah. saved and I would have bought something. Yeah. And then it was on zero again. It's great. But this but, was just the money away. Like, And I was like, oh, I'm great. <laughs> oh God. And even like, I'm, I'm watching you now, but like you, you said something there, like with your grandparents, mm. they had to live frugal. And then they built on that. Yeah. But you had to do that in 2017. But now you're building on that. It's and it shouldn't just be, okay, I did that. Stop. Because how many people that we see fall back into it again? Mm, yeah. Because they don't build on it. I think the whole, everything becomes commercialized. So even, even say doing a no spend year, yeah. then you build a business on that and then you build a blog on that. And suddenly it's all a little bit sexy. And yeah. it's like, you know, like, <laughs> but it's like the end sexy. of the day, I'm now like living in another country. I'm renting a house. It needs paid to have to do. Like, like there's nothing fancy about it. There like, is nothing fancy. But so like, so I suppose what I'm saying is you can fall back into it and you can quickly kind of go, yeah, but I'm online now and I have a blog and I need to make things look kind of nice maybe I'll borrow some money to do that thing you can very easily fall into that that's actually what I love about you and what I love about Mrs Hawkins house I just think that it's so real so down to earth so relatable I'm literally going and I can't wait for you to get your house I'm literally going yes (laughs) because you see the work someone's put into it and it's actually nice sometimes to just see she didn't get it handed to her you know the lotto didn't just happen. No. You didn't buy a ticket and then it's no. like, here you go. Her rich parents, no. where they, where, you know what I mean? That 
that it wasn't given to her. Mm-hmm. She's having a no spend year this year. And people might say, oh, you know, but it's actually necessary as well. It's absolutely it's necessary. actually necessary. It's, money isn't falling from the sky. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not I like, uh, like the work has to be done. You but, have to do a little bit to push to push oh, the universe to you. It, yeah, yeah. And then also like, you know, not everybody wants to do. So I'm now living with my partner. Yeah. He's quite good with money anyway, yeah. but he is a spender. I'm not going to tell him not to spend his money. So you yeah. have to like, so, you know, it's a different dynamic as well. Like, as in, I'm doing this, this is, this is about kind of me, yeah. my energy, my vibes, how, what I'm doing with, how I want to set my life up going forward. forward. And and I'm just showing how I do it. Yeah. People often ask about that. How do you get your partner on board? Well, unless you're their mother. <laughs> you can't tell them what to do. I that's something so, that um, you know, I never re- realized, but I like. I think part of it. I've been I've been watching. Um, <laughs> part of it watching you and Robbie is you're just yourself a hundred percent. And when somebody, when you have two people who are allowed to be themselves, it's gonna rub off anyway. It does. Yeah. He's gonna be like, oh God, I had a look at that pasta. Yeah. Or I had a look without even oh, yeah, no. without you pushing or anything because yeah. you're living your truth. He's living your truth, his truth. You're not saying don't do that, don't yeah. do this, you know. But also, a so no spend better. year means that you're low maintenance as well. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he's not like I have to go and it's birthday time. I have to get her a, a grand present oh, or you well. know, like he's like he's like I know what she likes. Simple. No, see, we were yeah. never that anyway. Yeah. So, and, and we're kind of lucky in that sense. And also, we're very open about speaking about money. And realistic, like, yeah, no spend, but like, obviously, so I was sick at Christmas. So, yeah. we bought um, a nebulizer because my lungs are really struggled. So, yeah. that's health. Yeah. I'm not going to not buy like a toothbrush in my toothbrush bags. I'm not going to not buy a tire. You know, so people have this idea that this is like this extreme thing. Like where you're going to be no like spending. living in the woods, like eating berries. <laughs> it's not that. It's the idea. The idea is what do I not need to buy? Like, yeah. do, like there's so many things we just don't need to buy. Like, yeah. Just just test yourself for a week. Literally just be like. Or a day. I love an I, all day. Yeah. I love an all day. Go anywhere and for a day and ask yourself, like you, you could, you could. Drop two euro, three euro, five euro, ten times in a day. Did you need any of it? But no, I, did you yeah. want it? Of course, Could but you the have want done is with a different. It's a different thing from a need, though, isn't it? And, but like, it's it's also then like the whole convenience life. So we both have. So I have a glass of water, and you've got your bottle of water that yeah. you brought in the plane and everything. Yeah. <laughs> now I have mine, and so I bring it in the car. But yeah. I wasn't doing that. I was. I had given up on all that. And water is water. <laughs> like it's not. No. You, don't be trying to sell it to me for a fiver a bottle. <laughs> like it's water at the end of the day. And the airport, you like I came through, that was empty. The airport had a free refill. It was filtered water. Like, yeah. what? Like, I'm like, I don't get the big deal. Why am I paying two euros? You could be buying a bottle of water going into the airport. Yeah. You could be two, two as you're waiting for the plane. You yeah. could buy one on the plane. You could buy one on the train. Oh, yeah. You see me. That's, you know, that's like... Yeah, I chose a bottle of wine now, but... <laughs> we support that. But the water we was free. <laughs> no free wine, unfortunately. <laughs> um, another thing I would say is... Okay, so right now I'm at home, I'm listening to this and I'm thinking I am really stuck. Maybe I'm going through a separation as well because that's another thing, you know, we've both been single parents Mm. and you know how isolated it is. You have so much decision making, you know, you're literally the boss of everything. everything. And there's so much pressure as well. But now you're in debt and you're struggling. Like, what would you say to somebody who's literally 
there and they're like, I just don't know where to start, what to do. I would say, first of all, you're capable of more, much more than you think you are. Love it. But I would say, really spend a little bit of time working about out what your priorities are. Not outwardly. I don't care what anybody else thinks about what I'm doing. And I would encourage you to not care about what anybody else thinks you're doing. <laughs> well, I mean, unless you're breaking the law or something. But you know what I'm saying? Like, So if you're involved in a load of stuff because you feel the mummy pressure, which loads of people do, or the daddy pressure, to be involved in every sports team and every event and everything that's going on in the community and everything's going on in school, you've got to ask yourself how much energy you have for all of that because you might need to take some of that energy back to put into your own household just to run your budget. Yeah. Just to do that cooking. You know the way, like, because you do it all the time and I did it too. So if I was out working it was one day every two weeks it was like a 12 hour shift cooking dinners to put in the freezer but that saved me a lot lot of money so it's that you've got to ask yourself those questions what you're doing really is you're first of all you're building your your diary around your budget your food your washing your clothes whatever I know this sounds very basic but all that's going to save you money because you're not going to run out of the things that you need and you'll always kind of know what's in the house I found that one a big one so if I'm in the shop and I see say a set of glasses or something in the middle aisle we all know it (laughs) I know that I have enough glasses at home because I spent some time in my kitchen this week and I worked everything out as to have I got enough of everything now if you don't have enough Get a couple of them. Yeah. But then you will have enough. You yeah. don't need to buy them again. So yeah. it's kind of like, again, the old fashioned thing where the um, housekeeping was a job. Yeah. Um, And I think we lost a lot of that. And it, it kind of, you know, it went because I suppose the battle for equality and, and the, you know, all of that kind of stuff that had to be done. Yeah. But then we kind of threw the baby out of the bathwater a bit. We went too far. And lots of so I think, are all pulling back bits yeah. of that old housekeeping skills and put it into the modern yeah. life. But that would be a big one. I would say really just take a look at your own life what you have to do for yourself and you've you've got time after that to give anything out into the community and you really love doing that too certainly prioritize yeah. it don't prioritize that before you've got your house sorted first I think that's the most important there's no point going out and smiling at everybody and coming home to an absolute struggle too tired yeah. to actually I'm actually listening to this for myself right now as well now. You know, coming home and literally going, okay, I'm too tired to run this house. I don't know. And as well as that, if you know what you kind of have, like you were saying, in the middle aisle, if you see glasses, but if you do your pantry take and you know what's in there, Mm. when you see those um, chopped tomatoes on special, Mm. you'll actually go, no, it's not special to me because I have enough at home. I know what's there. Yeah. You yeah, know, right now. Yeah. And you can put that, whatever it was, two euro yeah. into maybe stocking up on the rice that you know you yeah. don't have enough of at home. You know you're running out. Like, so you're yeah. kind of running that old, like it's like a stock take of a shop. Yeah. Like you've got your little mini shop and it doesn't matter if it's like just one press in your house. Yeah. Just run it like that where you have a like a minimum stock level, kind of. I'm now like, within reason. I like, always, well, I know people laugh, but I always say run your house like a business and yeah. then mind your business. Like yeah. literally look at, look at it to a certain point. Because it is, we go out and we, we grow up and we landed with a house and we're like, oh Jesus, what are we doing? And yeah. we still think we're kids running around and it does catch up with you. You're better off just do it and you take away the time as well in the long run. Yeah. If you know, okay, the sky or whatever needs renewing mm. in January, you know January, that's your job. And then that's done for the rest of the year. Yeah, it um, is, yeah. We were talking to you today about the first time, you know, like paid me car insurance in full. Oh. 
and I was just like, oh my God, I don't have to think about this for 11 months. Where's my medal? Yeah, I just have to put (laughs) by a little bit. (laughs) I'll be on stage later if you want photographs. Like, (laughs) it's unreal. Like, I literally put by 11.50, because 11.50 every week Mm -hmm. into a fund for that. And then every year then I make sure I shop around to get the best quote so the first time I did it that was like 25 euro a week uh-huh. now it's down to 11.50 because Amazing. now I'm like I want value yeah. for that money yeah. whereas before I'd been like I'm just happy to be able to make the monthly payments yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just yeah woo. I was the same you like, know I, you'd be there like buying a few glasses or bottles of wine on the Friday evening you might tip into pennies get a few bits and then also feeling anxious like I was about to drown because I knew the bills were coming on Tuesday yeah. but then I was like it's Friday and I deserve this I deserve <laughs> I deserve this. it you know and then you're also kind of numb the pain of the anxiety <laughs> of the constant cycle and then and then you're on Tuesday and you're like trying to scrape together the money to go down to the post office to put it in <laughs> the direct debit that's coming out at midnight and oh yeah I've done, I've done all that stuff like and it's not worth it it's not worth it at all I don't have any of those clothes from pennies anymore nothing wrong with pennies I like pennies but yeah all that stuff's gone I've realised that I love fashion mm. like I really do but not probably the same way most people like not, not I don't know what's in trend right now mm. I don't know what people are wearing on the catwalk yeah. I don't know like I don't really look at sites and that and I go to the charity shop and I'm like I like the colour and I, I like, like the, the sleeve color. and that I'll get that, yeah, no, I love like, that yeah. and that's so simple and if you say oh that looks I don't care what you think I'm no. like I am out here living my best life are you wearing it cost me two euro yeah. and I feel good Yeah, you know and it is what it is and maybe we lose that because my daughter she loves just picking out something and go, I like the colour. Yeah, that's great. I feel good in this colour. It's my favourite colour and that's it. And she yeah. does not care. We lose that because we, we just try to be... It's the consumer machine. Yeah. It's like jump on the on the conveyor belt there. Yeah. Wear the same clothes, eat the same food, think the same thoughts, say the same things, buy the same stuff, get into the same debt. Yeah. And we're all happy. So, I think listening to this, I just feel... I feel like... um. Like I'm starting out again, almost listening to you because it's just so nice to hear a refreshing angle of somebody Mm -hmm. talking about their own money journey Mm -hmm. and what they're going through and unapologetic. This is me. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. But I'm here. I feel like what you're doing is actually planting so much lovely seeds. I hope so. Yeah, I think so. And I think I love seeing like what you've done in the week, you know, and what, cause it's making me think about my home as well. I think that's environment. And Mm. I think when we see you getting the deposit and the mortgage, Mm. it'll all make sense, but it should all make sense because Root started, she was in debt. Now she did it. She's Mm. not in debt anymore. She's managed. And now she's like, this is the next level. I'm going mm. to do it, and you're you're transitioning to a whole other country as well. Would that have to be funded? That yeah, was all, that was all debt free. So, like, Def- so effectively, I just did one no spend after another. Yeah, kind of not fully because yeah. I definitely bought stuff between yeah. 2017 and the move was in 2022. We moved because of the pandemic. Um, so I was in a long distance relationship for a number of years, and at the beginning of the pandemic, we we're like, okay, 
Somebody has to move. You know, the next goal then was to save for the move. So people sometimes say it's difficult to switch from paying off debt, which, you know, you're running from the, the, the like the beast. You're running, you know, you're going to get away and you're scared. But then the other one is working towards really positive goals. So such so as moving and now the next one is building a deposit. So I suppose I've reinforced that not spending the money on stuff that I don't really want. I will spend money on stuff that I value, but not this year. But say this yeah. laptop, for example, I spent yeah. a lot of money on that. Yeah. But I have that and I will have it and I'm happy with that. And you work with it. It's All actually, the time. It's, it's a, a tool in your house. It's an amazing, yeah. it's an amazing machine. But like, so for this year, it is literally nothing is, money's not been spent on anything other than if I have to buy something. Yeah. This is a real test of, kind of remove myself from consumerism and also then resilience like yeah. how can I how can I make the things I have work really well for me yeah it's a little bit more down the sustainability route but you kind of have to make the thing personal for yourself so everybody will do their own no spend your no spend challenge whatever journey in their own way and they'll say well this is the way you do it and this is the only way you do it but it's not like the the the, the principles of budgeting and saving money are pretty much the same but you need to find your values align with the values set out your firm goal for what you know it yes. is you want and then also set out your non-negotiables around that too so there's things that are too much oh, there's no way I would let myself go without a good bra I don't care Yeah. no spend year or not <laughs> if I need to go to the charity shop to buy it or I need to go to the most expensive shop I don't care I have to wear yeah. I have to wear a good pair of shoes on yeah. my feet they don't have to be fashionable they don't have to be whatever but I'm not having sore feet or a sore back that to me is like making yourself suffer that is glamorizing poverty if you've got the money to buy that thing even if it's only a tenner look after I yourself think so as well. look after yourself I'm not doing this to put this up on social media for people to clap and go isn't she mighty I'm not doing it for it's that for you this is because this is what I believe in yeah and it will bring the result that I want yeah. and I know it will yeah 100% and I also like the way you said that I think people like to have a rule book a strict rule book and people almost make you know, say a no spend year or how to budget. Mm. They make it like so unattainable in a way and overcomplicated. Mm. So it's a business now, do you know? But really it's not. You need to be able to do it for you and do it in your way. And something that Root might say, you know what? I can have that. Mm. It might not be for you and that's okay, but it doesn't mean that she's wrong and you're right. Just do your journey Mm. your way and know that you want to get goals out of it. And Find a community, like Ruth said, whether it be an Instagram or mm. YouTube, where you're going to get clapped along for mm. your wins and you're willing to clap someone along because that, that comes back to you. And then you're also in a, a kind of an honest enough community that can say to you, do you, do you really want to do that right now? Yeah. Somebody would call you out in your BS. Yeah. Because I had that when I did the No Spend Year. I was in Claire's group. Yeah. And I remember saying one day in Claire's, Claire's Journey, by the way, on Instagram, you should follow her. And <laughs> but, YouTube. And YouTube. She's an amazing channel. But she, I said something about wanting to like put carpets all over the top of my house. And at <laughs> the time, I was still like talking about the fact that I was in a long distance relationship and might move in a few years. And like loads of the, the say the core group were like, Ruth, come on. Come yeah. On. Come on, Ruth. But well, you know you're itching. You I had a little itch. Are, are, you out, are you out of debt yet, Ruth? And I said, no. Do you really need that carpet? I was like, no, I actually have a really big rug that I could just put up there in Hoover. And they were like, okay, go make, go, go make yourself a cup of tea. Good girl. Like, well, it's hard to take. And it was over. Like, it's hard know? to take. But oh, then you're like, there was some right, ribbons. Like, you don't can't cope with this. <laughs> I can't cope with this truth. 
this truth and honesty <laughs> and all this care and love. What? <laughs> I didn't need it. You're my friend, but why do you have to Damn be it. so harsh? Let me do what I want. I want that grey carpet. I want to step back into my own life. And that's something that um, I think it's it's really important to say now, especially if someone's going to start and think, I'm going to embark on a no-spend year mm. or a week or a month. Yeah. Oftentimes when you start, you start mourning your own I mourned my old life mm-hmm. because it's all I knew. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, I can't just go and buy that and then have to think about it later. But mm-hmm. you're in the habit of just going and buy that. And you realize like the triggers that come, like even with, when I have a no spend days, the triggers that come where when I started, it was like, I'll drive the kids down to crash. But it's McDonald's, so I might as well swing around the McDonald's and get a coffee and keep going. And then that just became a habit. Yeah. And then suddenly I was like, I'm having a no spend day. Okay, I'll just make my own drink. But I'm just so used to mm-hmm. going in there. And mm-hmm. it, this is something small, but there's loads of other things where you end up mourning. It's you know, a, you're more in the spender in you and go. It's an addiction, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's like all the little dopamine hits. Yeah, so it's, just to yeah. know that's normal. That's it's so normal. It's, it's a bit like giving so up cigarettes. Norm- yeah. I, I, I do think spending is addiction. And it's to separate out. People get very upset too. You know, they're like, no, well, I have to spend money and I don't have enough money to kind of manage. I'm not spending money because I'm irresponsible. I wasn't either. I wasn't spending money because I was irresponsible and I didn't really have that money to spend very often. But, yeah. you know, when things are tight and you say to yourself on the Friday evening, I am I'm going to get that bottle of wine you know what you actually do deserve nice things but if for, for a short time if you can just flip all that around and kind of go I'm going to just put all that kind of I deserve stuff aside for one minute and think can I channel that towards whatever maybe paying off credit card yeah. or something like that the benefits you'll get from that in the long run oh my God. but the self esteem you'll get from oh it, my God. it's huge yeah. and the thing with it is is if you listen to people sometimes talking about these things you're thinking that is so far removed from me I'm never going to get out of the debt my income is too low I've got a kid who has say autism I've got a parent who needs looking after or I'm after separating and I'm in the SH1T these people on I this podcast I'm just called, saying yeah. well I wasn't sure it was going to be edited out so we're in the shit then <laughs> but like the thing is is that you listen to people sometimes and it's removed and you think that is not possible for me these people are obviously so much cleverer or richer or more well off than I am I'm sorry I've been every disaster <laughs> Yeah, it's possible you can definitely do it but just to be able to find a little bit of hope for yourself that you can believe in yourself that you actually can do it Regard- like there's an awful lot of stuff going on at the minute it's a hard time yes, it's a hard time to be listening time. to people telling you that you can you can choose to not spend money lots of people haven't got the choice you're at the saying moment. it positively though I don't know when I was down mm. one of the things that I got from the debt free and the budgeting community was hearing people saying mm. they're struggling but yeah. there's hope yeah, and I think going. like you know when you say don't be listening to the news and don't be getting sucked in that's, that's why because mm. you can think that the whole world is negative and there's mm. no way out and basically what I needed someone to say to me was look just keep try this keep mm. going you're doing well yeah I know it's hard and I know I'm probably in a different situation from you now mm. I love the fact that's why I love seeing other women because it's like we were there yeah and look we're one step ahead keep yeah. looking at us keep seeing where you can go yeah. keep keep your head down if I'm struggling right now I don't want someone to say you're going to continue struggling and it's all right to struggle and it's all right for them I want someone to be saying you can do it yeah you can do it look here's here's a here's an idea there's an example over there yeah I'm not judging it's yeah it's not for me to go 
well, well for you. That's not going to get me anywhere. No. And I really think that. And I know my, there. Uh, that's my attitude though. I really think that looking at you, it's not going to get me nowhere going, well, well for you. I'm like, what can I take from that? Yeah. That I can apply from my mm. own life. She's someone just like me. Yeah. here to inspire me it's just if you can find like that light at the end of the tunnel that yeah. hope the hope and the belief that I yeah. can do that thing yeah. but but think to something that you have succeeded at maybe you struggled with dyslexia and you did your degree you should be really you probably are really proud of yourself I hope you're really proud of yourself for doing whatever it was yeah. right it's the same thing this is just a skill yeah. it's just that we've been brainwashed heavily yes. <laughs> by consumerism for so long to believe that you can only really be a disaster with money you can really only live a good life if you've got the credit card and the car loan and the mortgage now you probably most of us probably will have a mortgage or you know or a house payment of something and that's a load of bull. so so be it whatever yeah. but aside from that you do not need to live off credit cards you do not need to live off car loans do you sometimes need to kind of go through that to get out the other side to learn how to not do without them some people yeah. do but well, um, I think a lot of us had given these things without the tools to manage them as well like I, I did not have a credit card like I know people that literally were like I live on my credit card but they actually get all the benefits out of them mm-hmm. they pay their credit card every month and I never knew anything about that I was new you got a credit card and you spend and you pay back the minimum debt repayments Mm. because it's the easiest way route and no one no one told me I see the, all the, the benefits and all the rest. I think a lot of that stuff is kind of a bit bamboozling. Unless you're a real number into person. I, I, like there's I some stepped. people I know. I knew I knew a woman that I did a course with and she was brilliant at it. But I she was someone. like she was like an accountant type person. Yeah. She was a numbers person and she was very disciplined. Yeah. And that was fine. But I'm not getting involved. Really more emotional. I'm like, not getting yeah. involved in the points involved in paying this with this. I'm like I can't that as well. do it. It's too I, much I for my have, head. I, I just don't think it's value for me time as well. Yeah. I don't think like me sitting there at the con- and I know some people do it and I know we probably and they enjoy it yeah it's like probably have a guest on now that will be telling you <laughs> how to do it that way and that's no offence because that's going to reach out to somebody else Definitely, who will find that we're all that different and we're all beneficial. motivated by different things and you know and if I I suppose I know I'm not I don't have that discipline and I don't have that personality type that that would work for me but I know people that, that it does work for like brilliantly and, like and you do you yeah. this is I suppose one of the biggest messages that I have is that 100% you do you if anyone is telling you in your life or online around you this is wrong and don't do it why ask ask why and look around and find the examples that you like and take a little bit from me and take a little bit from Santa's take a little bit from Ellie take a little bit from everybody have a look around and you just create your own kind of bespoke way of doing this budget and thing that is working for you love it now follow a basic set of rules in the beginning go to the Dave Ramsey's or whoever follow their plan for a length of time but when it gets to the point where you're like I might tweak that a little bit I am disciplined now tweak it it. do do it you know what I mean so love that we're gonna wrap this up this was like i'm like whoa i'm gonna go out there and fight i want to put on a, um, a suit of armor now <laughs> like become a death slayer again yeah. who's ready yeah. um i want to ask i'm gonna ask everybody three questions but basically two and mm-hmm. then one's kind of a secret for the next one mm-hmm. so um what is a song that makes you whether it be bop motivated you know what's that go-to song where you're like yes I have a very eclectic taste in music, <laughs> but there is a dance, a dance tune from back in the day. <laughs> uh, Silence, Delirium. Love it. Yeah, I, so, I, love it. 
I'm going to, we're going to be having a behind the yellow door and um, playlist on Shopify and it'll be in the notes as well as having all the notes for Mrs. Harkin's house, where to find root and get motivated on your now spend year. And, um, but this is going to be the first song that's going to be in the playlist. I think it's a banger. Oh, I think it's a banger. Yeah. I think we should put it on after this. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and the next question is, so I'm here, I'm at home. I'm starting out. What book would you recommend me to start with? Total Money Makeover by David Ramsey. Boom. Boom. Oh my God. It's in the library in Ireland because that's where I got it in 2017. Just saying. Lovely. I love this. <laughs> For free. For free. <laughs> For free. Our favourite price. Thank you so much, Ruth. Thank you for giving us your time. And I'm definitely going to be asking you to do this again because I feel like the world Please needs say. you and Please they say. need your message and everything concerning root will be in the notes down below thank you so much thank you so much for tuning in to behind the yellow door podcast if you're interested in further information on the topics that we spoke about today please refer to the show notes don't forget to hit the follow button on this app to help us grow our podcast and reach more amazing people just like you Finally, I'd appreciate you leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening on and sharing the podcast with family and friends as it supports us to grow and reach new audiences. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Peace and light.